It's camaraderie. <laughs> no, I just think that like how he was talking about how it you get to a point where you're like going in every single day or actually not even not even going in just the just the whole like feeling of I don't want to go in today like I can't go in today I just wish that I didn't have to go in today mm-hmm. um or and and it sucks like it just it takes over your like entire self you know it, it drains you of your energy but you do get to a point where if it if it just gets a little bit worse then I'm gonna go and you know, you can't just constantly wait for, um, you know, a secure, I don't know how to say that in English, fung net, like a secure oh, um, net like to a, fall yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a, like a safety, safety net. net. A safety net. You can't constantly <laughs> wait for that because in that time that you're waiting for a safety net, you're pretty much just like ruining yourself. Well, yeah. that's, that's why like, I don't know. I keep talking about your your experiences because you you were you were waiting for um you were waiting for something to I was waiting for things to get better. Like yeah. I think I think that I was just like I constantly like felt like it was me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just constantly kept thinking like if I just and it's stupid like I didn't work there. I worked there for a year and a half. Um and a little over a year and a half but when i first started working there i fucking loved it i Mm -hmm. absolutely loved it there i loved working there i loved the environment i loved everything um and i learned so much like in just a short amount of time about you know the products and about web shops and about like you know organic products all that kind of stuff i learned so much but um i I think it was kind of like a, I don't know, like a fate type of thing also, but also kind of, um, I don't know, maybe just unlucky. Um, my, the, the person that had hired me, um, that who was also, you know, the owner of the company, he passed away suddenly and it sucked because I absolutely adored him. I thought he was just an awesome person and he was very, very open towards me. He was very nice. He was very, I worked side by side with him like multiple times um, during the day and he would just teach me everything. I could constantly ask him stuff. He passed away and, um, you know, when he did, it's a, it was a family company and when he passed away, five people passed were away from the company so it was like crap okay so you have number one you have like the person who knows the most about the company isn't there anymore and second of all you have five spots to fill and so everybody was kind of scrambling and I was the only one that was working on my side of the company so um well, we had another, it was there just before he passed away, literally like just before he passed away, another girl had um, also started to work with me. So she didn't know the business either. I had to take what I knew of the business and like what I, and what I didn't know I had to learn fucking quickly. Yeah. And um, I felt extremely, I mean, I think 
a lot of people were kind of like, well, you know, you don't have to do that. But the thing is, is I, I felt like he gave me a job. He taught me as much as he possibly could in the nine or 10 months that I was working with him. Um, and I, you know, I liked, I liked his family. I, I love my job. And so I felt kind of responsible to try to make sure that I went above and beyond for them. Yeah. So I was, I was working crazy hours trying to make sure that, you know, everything was okay. And I was trying to learn as much as I possibly could. I was going through like every little thing. And when his daughter took over, she didn't know much about the company. So I was, you know, telling her what I did know. She was looking through it. We were looking through it together. I was telling her, you know, I, I totally understand that you want to take this time. Like I totally, I get it. So like, you know, anything that you want me to do, I will take over anything that you want me to learn. I will take over. And, um, you know, she also had another side of the company that she had already, you know, that was her side. So I knew that she was like busy and that she was just trying to take over a small company that she knew nothing about. And her, you know, her father had just passed suddenly. So I kept, whenever she would say something to me, like, and she was kind of passive aggressive or she'd, she'd say things like, you're not stupid, are you? Yeah, that's just, that's oh, shitty. That's a yeah. shitty thing so, to say to somebody. And it would be about something that I would bring up to try and be like, well, hey, you know, we're doing it now like this, but um, maybe it would be better to do it this way. Or, hey, this is like, might be a good idea because of this. And she would just act as if every little thing I said was just kind of dumb. And so... I kind of felt in the beginning, like, okay, you know what? She's grieving. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to just try and, and, you know, let it go because she's grieving. Well, then she went on vacation. And during the time that she went on vacation, um, it was busy. It was still, it was still, it was very short after he passed away. So I felt like, um, there was still just so much of the company that had to be done. Like I did not know everything. I, I, I couldn't take care of it all by myself. Um, but I understood that she needed to get away and she needed that time. I really did. During the time that she went away before she left, you know, it was, I think this was like what March. So of course COVID, yeah, this was March. So COVID had already kind of like really set in and then we went on lockdown while she was gone. And because we went on lockdown and we were a food web shop, um, people went crazy. Yeah. I remember I mean, you saying like that you were yes. extremely busy. Extremely. Like our sales um, went up like by like four times and she's gone on vacation and I'm trying to fix it. And I still felt responsible. I'm still trying to do my best. I'm still trying to manage everything. And I'm, you know, I needed more people because it was extremely busy and I'm trying to manage those people. And it was also very young people. So I, I was very, um, I'm, I'm trying, you know, you're just, you're doing your best, but you're overly tired. I was working seven days a week, um, at times. And I was working until six o'clock at night and I would come home and I would go back 
for a couple of hours or an hour to, you know, to bring stuff away, to do stuff. I mean, I was trying my best. And um, I think the first time that I noticed that she just didn't, I felt like she just didn't like me at that moment was, or that's kind of when it's, when it set in, I had a girl that was constantly in her phone, like literally <laughs> constantly on her phone. Well, I have my phone. I am the only thing I use it for, um, at work other than work is Spotify. Yeah. You know podcasts. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. But this girl was on her phone, like in total 20, 25 minutes within the hour. Mm-hmm. And if you need to check your phone for something, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to look at you, but we're extremely busy. And if you're just not really working and kind of just sitting on your phone. So I had said something to her a couple times. And at a certain point, I was like, hey, you know, look, everybody's kind of getting irritated because they're seeing you just hanging out on your phone while we're all running around. So I'm going to need you to put the phone away. And she was just like, yeah, well, you know, I'm busy with, I'm busy with school. And I was like, okay, well, if your school is taking up that much time, then you shouldn't be here. It's, that's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that I manage. Like if I see eight people running their ass off and you're just sitting there, I'm going to tell you, put away the phone or go home so that I can get somebody who will come and work, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I had talked to my boss on the phone the day afterwards and we were talking about you know how busy it was and it was crazy busy and like who was working at that moment and so she um she said well what about that girl and I was like oh I put her at a different part of the company today because she was on her phone almost about half the time that she that she was at work yesterday it was really bad and Instead of being like, okay, you know, Amanda's managing everything. I'm off on vacation. Amanda has it all down. You know, she's she's getting all of the all of the orders out. She's doing the um, the buying in. I don't know how to say that. Um, the buying the products. Yeah. I was getting the products in. She's she has it down. She has the girls down. There's no problems. Instead, she was just like, well. I don't really feel like you should tell her that Um, if you're going to tell her that to put that she has to put her phone away, then um, you're going to have to put your phone away too. Everybody has to put their phone away. And I was like, what? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, everybody has to put their phone away. Everybody has to put their phone in the uh, just, you know what, just put it in the, in the lunch area. And I was like, okay, are you serious right now? Because nobody else does that. And I need my phone for work like constantly yeah and she was just like no i don't i don't want i don't want you guys on your phone you either you're not allowed on your phone and at that moment i was so annoyed i was just like okay like what the fuck so i thought okay you want to play it that hard i'm just not going to pick up my phone and she just kept calling me and texting me and calling me and texting me and finally she was like yeah this this doesn't work either because i need to get a hold of you i'm like duh i'm on my phone all the fucking time for work yeah i think like your thing was she was on her phone too much like i yeah it wasn't the phone wasn't the problem the girl was the problem yeah she was exactly yeah exactly okay so that's what that I think that's when I noticed okay she just doesn't like me making any calls like she doesn't want me to do anything that has authority to do with authority yeah yeah you, uh, against ev- against anybody else yeah and 
I was kind of like, okay, you know what? We'll just see like when she gets back, how it goes. Like I'll talk to her. So when she came back, I talked to her um, about the fact that, you know, like, Hey, if it's cool, if you want me to take over the managing position, but you need to let me manage then. Yeah. And she was just like, Oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, like I totally want you to manage and everything is going to be fine. And I thought, okay, cool. So actually during um, the months that between March, so in March, March is when our grandpa passed away. And then in April, our uncle passed away. Yep. And then, so during the months of March and May, I mean, I was working a lot. I was, and everything seemed fine at work. There was nothing wrong as far as I know, but she did have like co- the constant little like passive aggressive shit and stuff. And well, I kept telling Christian, I feel like she does not like me. Like, I feel like she doesn't like me. I kept saying that, but I kept thinking like, if, if I just change how I react or if I just change how I, and I'm not the type of person I will not, I don't like, um, confrontation i don't like confrontation at all i will avoid it at all costs and i know that that's horrible i know i shouldn't do that but if i'm like if i feel that somebody doesn't like me i'm not going to walk up and be like hey look i really don't like the way that you're talking to me or i really don't like the way that you i won't do that and especially if it's a boss Mm -hmm. so i just kept having that feeling like i just she just doesn't like me and in I think it was in May or June, it started to get, yeah, it was in May. It started to get really bad. I was like, okay, she just, she is constantly at me and just micromanaging everything. So I don't know what her problem is. And so I thought, okay, you know, if I just do it and I just kept thinking that like, if I just try and change this, or if I just try and change that, but I would come home and like tell Christian, like, I feel like she just doesn't like me. And I would, I got to the point where I I started to like come home and I would cry. Like, why is she acting this way to me? And it was only to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So June um, is when I went out to California because of everything that happened with Jenny. Yeah. And um, I asked her like, do you mind if I go out there for 10 days? She was totally understanding. She was like, yeah, sure. Go, like, go ahead. So I went out. And, um, she was even like, okay with the fact that I, um, she, she didn't make like a problem or anything that I got stuck out there. Not at all. And then she told me that I had to quarantine quarantine for two weeks. And I asked her while I was quarantining, like, can I work from home? And Mm -hmm. she told me, no, it's not needed. And I thought, okay. And then a day before I, um, a day before I went back to work, she sent me a message and told me that I was pretty much without saying I was removed from my function. She removed, she removed me from my management function. She told me in her words, she had taught the other girls, um, in my absence, she needed to teach the other girls all of the things that I do. So, um, you didn't need to it be would, a manager anymore. I didn't need to manage anymore. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. I was kind of upset and I was kind of like, you, she brought it in a way of, 
yeah, you just don't need to do it. And I, I didn't even know what to say, honestly. I, but at the same time, I was like, okay, I'm kind of that also, per, also the person of, okay, fuck you then. I'm not going to do it either. <laughs> don't expect me to do it. So when I got back and I saw that they couldn't do it, and I saw that the fucking place was just going to hell. And my, I had colleagues coming over to me being like, holy shit, while you were gone, it was fucking hell. Aww. I I just thought, I'm not doing it. Like, you don't want me to do it? I'm not going to do it. And um, so then, uh, what was it? It was in August that Daniel passed away suddenly? Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So I wasn't doing the managing thing, but then the girls and that the girls didn't know how to do anything. They didn't even know how to pick up a phone. <laughs> so they just didn't pick up the phone. Is it because the phone know? was in the break room? No. They, <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. For real. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> they didn't know how to answer emails and so they would come to me and be like I don't know how to do this I don't know how to do that I don't know you know and I would say go to her and she would send them straight back to me and um a couple times she had come downstairs and you know she was like why why isn't this done or why isn't that done and I honestly told and it wasn't like me being mean I honestly said like hey you said that the girls could do that so if they were on that you know if they're behind the, they're behind the computer in the morning I'm thinking that they're also answering emails yeah so I'm thinking that I don't have to do that because you told me you don't have that, to manage yeah so it was like in the first week that I got back I started noticing it went it went all to hell and um but I was getting pretty much if if, they, if she had a problem she would come to me about it about if it, it didn't matter who it involved she would come to me and so um, our cousin passed away and there was a morning when I also kind of got yelled at uh, <laughs> and to, because I sighed. <laughs> I'm not joking. I got told oh, no. that I got told that I could go home because I sighed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you think that you had it bad, I sighed, dude. I went into work the next day after Daniel passed because I was like, you know, I can't do anything at home. And yes, I'm upset, but I like um, if when I'm upset like that and in a kind of like a, oh, like a, I, I like to have a distraction. Um, a distraction. Mm -hmm. So I went into work, something wasn't working. And, um, I can't remember. Oh yeah. We couldn't get into some, one of our web, one of our websites and, um, to get some of our orders. And I had tried it multiple times. I couldn't get in. And she was, she again acted as if I was stupid. She was like, have you tried that? Have you tried that? Have you tried that? Like, yes, I have. I've tried it. And she just, she walked over to the computer and she tried to do it herself. And I was sitting next to her. And um, she did it again. And I went, <sighs> and she <laughs> literally, like, her head jerked. I, I don't understand how she did not get whiplash. And she was oh, like, what was that? And I was like, nothing. I sighed. And she goes, um, if you want to go home, you can. And I was like, I don't, I did, I don't, what? <laughs> and so 
she said it again and I was just like I I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't I was like what the fuck dude and so she walks away and when while she walks away she said it again and that's the moment that I I was literally grinding my teeth Mm -hmm. not and I would have said something to her had it not been that Daniel just passed so you're just like so full of emotion I don't want people I, one of my big things is I do not like crying in front of people when I'm mad because I'm crying and I don't want you to think that you hurt me. Yeah. yeah. So a couple minutes later, a few minutes later, I walked into where she was working and I explained to her that I had called them and blah, blah, blah. And while I'm walking out, she's like, Amanda, what's your problem today? And I turned around to her and I said, I, because I sighed. And she was like, well, no, well, normally you walk in and you're like happy and you're like, hello, good morning, everybody. And she's like, and today you were just like, hi, good morning. So she's being like every annoying male on the Internet or in life telling a girl to just smile, just smile, to just smile. So I was like, "Um, well, actually, like my cousin passed away yesterday and um, I started to just like I started to tear up and cry and she like walked over to me and she was like well you can just go home she didn't want you there that's literally yeah. like that's if she's literally you- what her whole problem was and I told Christian that like I was like I feel like she just doesn't want me there she was mm-hmm. looking so, for cues from you yeah yeah like, that that's really what it came down to that's all it was so like a week later or something she tells me that she wants me to think about my future in the company and also in the, one of the other girls that works with us, she wants us to think about our future and write down like what we, how we see our future, what we want to do. And when I got back from um, California, she, my hours were practically halved because I was taken out of my function. Um, every time she says but that. But she still wanted you to, <laughs> oh, sorry. to do stuff. Yeah. But every time Amanda says her function, I always think of seven of nine. Yeah. Which, what's your primary what, function? Yeah. What's your function? Oh, sorry. No, no. It's cute. <laughs> so I um, I had a con. So then like about a week later, I had a conversation with her and um, we were alone. And I thought, okay, this is just going to be about my future with the company and like what I want to do what I would like to be doing. And instead she opened with, so I just want to tell you, I think you are um, walking around like you're grumpy and you obviously don't want to be here. Jeez. Yeah. And so in my, I started to, I, I asked her like, did somebody complain about me or has, has there been a complaint? Like, I don't need to know who I don't even know. I, I don't, even need to know like exactly what they said, but like, I would like to know if they complained about me, like, what am I doing wrong? Like how I don't understand. Cause I, yeah, I was sad when I got back, but that's like, I mean, I think that's pretty normal and I don't feel like I'm walking around grumpy and, and she just kept like going over what I was asking her. She didn't tell me, um, she wouldn't tell me. And then she finally said no, but she felt like that. And then there was a certain point where I asked her like are you just maybe projecting because you've been saying mm-hmm. it a lot to me yeah and she it pissed her off <laughs> and so she no no one just... wants to know that they're projecting yeah no oh, one... she, but I was upset about it like dude you just keep saying it to me while I'm telling you I'm good like I'm fine like I, I want to be here yeah so um I told her like, you know what, I will 
pay attention to it more. I will make sure that I am not like grumpy or, um, you know, have, I will make sure that I'm, you know, more happy at work. Like I, I, I want to be here. I do like my job, but I did go home with the feeling of she just doesn't like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he told me in that conversation, like she, so she put me down. She pretty much said that I was like a horrible person. (laughs) Like she was like, you're just a grumpy ass bitch who obviously doesn't want to be here. Um, and I feel like, you know, you just obviously don't like your job and blah, 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 blah. But in, in the same breath, she was like, but I want you to manage everything Jeez. again. Yeah. Like, I really want you to manage everything again. Which and is I funny came... because yeah. of the next part that happens. Uh oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you, you know, are, are you like, I, I came home and I told I told my husband, like, I was like, I don't know how to feel right now because she literally went from one, like, extreme to the next. And I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel. But I went to work and I picked up my managing position again. And I I did, I was doing everything. Like, I was really trying. And, um everything seemed fine. She, uh, she wasn't complaining about my work. I mean, she was coming at me constantly with passive aggressive bullshit again. Hmm. Um, she was actually making mistakes and she was Mike. I mean, she micromanaged every single fucking thing that I did. It was literally horrible. And I would, she would tell me like something that I would come up with. She would say that that was stupid. And then like a day or two later I'd come and I would see that you know, she had printed it out and put it up for the kid, for the girls or she would, it was just stupid. So I was just like, I don't know what her problem is. She doesn't like me. That's just how I feel, but I'm just going to try and like get it to where I change her opinion about me. Like maybe if she sees that I can do this and when I, you know, make decisions, they'll be good. So the, (laughs) um, Okay, so one of the girls at my work, she was hanging around her boyfriend and the mother um, was tested positive for COVID. Um, I came in late to work that morning. So the girl goes to my boss and she's like, hey, you know, my mother-in-law got tested for um, COVID. She, you know, she tested positive and I have been around her in the last 48 hours. Like, what should I do? And so my boss is like, you know, Amanda's your manager, call her. So she calls me and she's like, yeah, what do I do? And I was like, well, I, you need to go home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Duh. And like, right. Like you need to go home like that. You've been around her in the last 48 hours. So you need to go and um, you're going to have to, you know, get tested and if you're you know negative then you can come back to work so i hang up the phone and like less than five minutes i'm literally like less than five minutes she i get a text from that girl and she's like yeah well i talked to my boss you know our boss she she talked to my boss she's like and she said that i don't have to leave that i can stay i just have to wear a mask And this is what she was doing constantly. And it was pissing me off. And at that moment, I felt like you are literally now just making decisions 
to go against me but because why would... everybody knows right now that that woman should be home. Well, it's just weird that she would say, talk to Amanda and then go against what you're, you know, like what that's you... what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's, I just felt like she was doing it to just do it. So, um, two days later I got, um, the herniated disc and I, um, so that was like, yeah. And then during the weekend, I was just hoping that I would get better. I didn't know what the fuck I had. I was yeah. just like, I hope it, I hope it goes away. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't. And, it didn't. <laughs> um, and so then like, I, uh, I, you know, I let her know, um, that Monday or no Sunday already, I let her know like, Hey, you know, I, my back and my leg is all fucked up. I don't know what I have. I'm calling the doctor on Monday. Um, and she didn't say much. And so during those, during that week, the first week I was working from home from my bed, I was sending me emails. I was calling up, um, companies that we work with to fix things. I was, um, calling up customers to fix things. And, um, I was, you know, I constantly talking to our co coworkers. I was helping them with stuff. And, uh, then I found out I had a herniated disc like four days later. So I, you know, told her, Hey, okay. I found out I have a herniated disc. That's what it is. And she, all she said was, Oh shit. Like I could have known because what you said you had, your symptoms are a lot, were a lot like uh, some other coworker that we have who had had a herniated disc. That's all she said. Mm -hmm. Well, I was working through, um, they had hired me through a different company. So I have a contract with a, how do you, you guys call them? We call them outsumbiros. You guys call them? Like a contracting agency or a temp agency or something like that. Temp agency. Andrew with so the, I, the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a contract with the temp agency and they had hired me through the temp agency. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I get a call from the temp agency um, and I never talked to them mm -hmm. like ever. I had told them that I was sick and they were like, oh, that's great. Okay. We also have a company that deals with that. So we don't need to talk to you anymore. And that was it. Um, and then all of a sudden they called up and they were like, hey, your boss wants to see you um, Monday. But, and I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, but um, at our company. So not at your work. Mm. At that moment, I was like, okay, something is up. But um you know, so I told them like, Hey, I'm on medication. I can't sit for very long. I am also like, kind of like woozy because of the medication. And, um, I was like, can you, you know, make sure that she knows that? Cause I thought, first of all, it's kind of weird that all of a sudden our communication is going through a temp agency, but you know, okay. And, um, so they knew that I like couldn't drive, that I couldn't sit for very long that, and that I was on new medication and I walked in there and it, she's just, oh, she's just so, oh my God. The, the moment that I walked in, she right away, you could just, her like the, the, the darting of the eyes, the avoidance, mm. the, I don't even know how to explain it. It was so fucking annoying. I knew what she was going to do just by her body language. The first minute that I walked in, I was like, she is going to fucking lie. And she yeah. did. So she started off with, um, you know, you know, that conversation that I had with you a few months back. And um, I just feel like they're, you know, like 
nothing has changed. Like you, ha it hasn't gotten any better. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you kidding me right now? Are you serious about this? And are, are you seriously saying this? And she was like, yeah. And, um, and I also feel like you um, haven't been managing right. And I asked her like, what have I not been doing right? Na name one thing, name one person that has said that I have not been, you know, a fucking gem at work lately. And name one person that says I haven't been doing, doing my job right. Say, say something, just say one thing that I didn't do. Yeah. What, what did I not do that you expected of me? And she just could not answer that. And so then she goes, and I feel like at home, you know, it just hasn't been great yet. It hasn't been great lately. Like she, I just laughed like I scoffed I just and think I was that, like like oh, sorry Amanda I just think like her no, bringing her bringing that up her bringing up your home life the, that should not come into any conversation when it comes to like your job yeah it's not her business yeah it's it was none of her it's absolutely none of her business but she couldn't have known anything either like, I think one of the biggest things was after um, you know, after Daniel passed away and we had that conversation, she, she told me, she was like, well, you know, I just like your, you know, your cousin passing away. Like I would, you know, you, you should talk to me. Like you, you should open up to me about like your home life and like how everything's going. She said it in that. And I like, there is no, there was nothing. I literally went through because the only thing that I have her on was Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I went through literally all of my stories from the last half a year. Cause you know how you can like put them in your highlights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's how much she had fucked me up in the head to where I was like, did she see something that she thought that she could, you know, use against me? There was nothing. And I just, I kept asking her, like, just say something, just say one thing. Cause you know, you are not doing that. You're not firing me because I was a bad employee a, a employee at all. I did my fucking job. I did it well. And I don't know what your problem is. Like, I seriously don't. I don't get it. And so the woman at the temp agency, like, after she was done, she was like, yeah, okay, well, um, I can tell that you don't agree with what's being said. And I was like, no, I don't agree with what's being said. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I was like, and she has, I was like, I've asked her multiple times now, like just to give even just one example of something that I did wrong and she can't. So I think that we all know why I'm getting fired today. Like I, hello. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious. So, I mean, I, I just, I got fired. And when I, I, I got in the car like afterwards, cause I left practically right away. And the thing is, is the what the worst thing, the worst part was that um, when I when I was walking out, she goes, it's not personal. Jeez. And I, I like kind of looked at her. I kind of laughed and I. I went to walk out like I turned around and she goes, um, I'll text you. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, who, who? what the fuck, man? Like, do you really think I, I even told her, like, I understand that having an employee with a herniated disc is horrible for a company. Right. I, I absolutely understand that. I said it there. I get that. But 
firing me she, of course you know she can't fire me for that no yeah she was trying to come up with something else yeah and... exactly she had to go in into her history and be like you know when did i talk yeah. to her that way i could be like oh it didn't work out and i gave you warning you know yeah so i um i i just i think that she just didn't like me i think she was also like <sighs> Uh, no, I, I, I don't think. I know she didn't like me. I know she was trying to get me to say that I didn't want to be there or um, to it, quit yeah. in some yeah, way. Trying to get you to quit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very toxic environment and I let it go on for way too long. Right. And yeah. I think Melanie kept telling me, like, fucking quit. Well, yep. I yep. like, fuck, <laughs> quit. I, I think the reason why I go to that now and why Andrew goes to it is because we've both had exponentially better experiences after the fact that we mm -hmm. quit a toxic job like yeah. the job that i had at lsl was so awful like i've had so many jobs i've worked all kinds of retail jobs i girl I, same I, you know <laughs> but that job in particular was the worst of the worst and when i quit it was like to me like that was like an epic movie quitting day and i i don't know my life has been Thanks to Andrew. I fucking <laughs> wish that I had quit like mm -hmm. like you did. Yeah. I really do because I feel like that kind of also when you quit, you kind of also get your um like closure. Kind of. I guess you can say. Yeah. But I think that I mean I got home and I just I felt more like um it's better this way. Like mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with the toxic bullshit anymore. And, um, you know, the ways the laws out here are different than there. So I'm financially at this moment taken care of while I'm, you know, home. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to worry about that. And I mean, Melanie can attest to this, that my stress level has gone down <laughs> a fuck lot because I don't have to deal with a woman who, you know, is constantly berating me every single day. Well, that's what I mean about quitting. Like, I, but when I did you worked at Elsa L. It was awful. Like, it was you, the same. You, I remember you telling me about that day that you quit and, like, the reason why and shit. No, it was so stupid. Like, like I have, I was there for almost two years. Yeah, you were there for a long time. I was there, I was yeah. there for a long time. Um, And I dealt with a lot of awful experiences, terrible days, a lot of yelling, a lot of cussing. And I think I had just had it. I think it was just one of those days where enough was enough and it was such a trivial stupid situation um elsa would come into the room where the designers worked we lit we literally were in this room that was kind of like a i called it our meat locker because it was the coldest room in the building and they wouldn't let us turn on the heater because if we turn on the heater they said that the other companies connected to that building would complain and so we weren't allowed to have heat in that room so we had a mini heater <laughs> and it was like it was just it was the sorry. worst. No, I know. It's so stupid. It's like the it's not stupid. Actually, it's, it's like very uh, like they they put you in basically not only like a mentally hostile work environment, but also physically. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah like know? not only and and the company itself was just it was a very small building and, and there weren't a lot of people working there. Our little situation, like our little room wasn't very big. It was in the back. I think it was probably something they used for storage at one point in the building. There weren't any windows. Um, and the entire company relied on us 
Like that company would not exist without their designers and they literally treated us like trash. Um, and I had, I, I mean, I knew this, but I also just dealt with it because it was, you know, at the time it was pretty good pay. Um, the, my living situation, I needed to have money. And when I finally decided to quit, it was only because I had moved out of the situation that I was currently living in. So I felt... I don't know. I felt like it was okay to quit, even though it wasn't okay at the time. Like, I, I think I kind of... You had the security to... Yeah, only because of, yeah. I think, like, you had just gone through what you went through, and you were like, mm -hmm. hey, you shouldn't be putting yourself through that, and I had already been there for so long. And it just came down to her coming in, like she always did, uh, berating us. Uh, make Like, she would make fun of us. She would say things that were seemingly f like trying to be playful but they just came off as really bitchy mm -hmm. and yes um, exactly yeah like backhanded almost too and so we had this heater in the back of the room which was not allowed to be near my desk because it was too i don't know why but they were they just wouldn't let it be closer to my desk so i had to get up from my desk every couple 10 like 10 to 15 minutes to go and warm my hands up because when you're cold and your hands are freezing, it's really hard to fucking design. Yeah. <laughs> so I would go and I'd sit in front of the the heater and I would kind of warm my hands up and then I'd go back. And, and just to note, I had finished every project I was supposed to finish that day. And Elsa came in and she was like, she saw me on like on the ground, basically just huddled over this little heater. And she was like, oh, there you are again. You're never doing anything. You never get anything done. All you do is just sit. You know, she was just like saying Jesus. things that didn't make any sense, you know? And I think I had just had it. I just got up and I was like, you know what, Elsa? Like, fuck you. I'm, I quit. I'm done. Like, th this is the worst. Did you say fuck you? I think I, I think I might have cursed at her. I, I hope so. That'd I think be I awesome. said, I think I'm pretty sure I had like, I felt like I had like one of those moments where I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, ha I, I looked at her. I said, I have all of my projects done. Like, don't tell me that I didn't do anything today. Like, oh yeah, she said that I was being useless. Oh, and wow. I was like, don't call me fucking useless. I said, I have every project that you asked for on the table today. I just got really heated and I was like, I quit. Like, fuck you, I quit. And I'm pretty damn sure that you said, fuck you, I quit. Because yeah. I do remember you, like, we, we were talking about it later. And I, I, I even had like a, that was mm -hmm. what, back when you and I also used to use Glide. And you had glided, I think, um, well, I think it was even me and Tawny, but I think, our three our three-way yeah but oh, i think you had glad that might have not been tony but i do remember the glad also that you were like oh my fucking god like i did it and i, I remember you even laughing about the fact that you had <laughs> that it had gotten so like it had gone so far yeah that you had flipped out that much well i was also pretty emotional uh, at that point in time so i think like it was just one of those like recipe for disaster days and recipe for success i guess but I, so I, I said that to her and um the woman that worked as a i want to say the um product manager she also worked as or she she kind of had like multiple hats so she also kind of dealt with the, the the art department as well as hr so she was the person i'd go to if i had an issue with someone so i never felt comfortable because she was also someone that i really didn't click with and Oftentimes she would 
make excuses for Elsa's behavior. So I never Mm -hmm. felt like I could truly like be open and honest with her. And so after I quit, she asked me to go into this room with her and talk to her. And she's like, you're just being really emotional. You know, you don't have to quit. Like, let's just talk about this. Like, we'll, we'll have Elsa in a room. And I was like, no, fuck this. I'm taking my shit and I'm leaving. So I walked out of the room and I left and I like grabbed everything I could from my desk because I had a ton of stuff there because I was there for a while. Um, and then when I went home the next day, she contacted me again and she was like, hey, let's talk about this. And I think the reason why I was so frustrated with the fact that they kept like bothering me to come back, even after I I was so like, I don't want to say violent, but I was so aggressive with my quitting um, because I never wanted to stay in that job. Mm-hmm. and i and they knew that and i kept asking them to find someone to replace me because i didn't want to leave them high and dry because they didn't have any other designers yeah. and you know i didn't want to be an asshole that just quit mm-hmm. so i was like please find someone else for me yeah one thing i i want to say about like that job and and like just understanding it through talking to you about it so much is they um number one they knew that they had a very valuable designer they knew like they knew that you were high performant they knew that you were skilled at what you did you always got your work done on time you were like always i would stay i would stay late to make sure because they would they would have they would uh promise these deadlines Mm -hmm. to uh companies like target yeah and we would have to we would have to finish them so we would have to stay like sometimes like late late into the day into the night Mm -hmm. and i understand having a deadline but when you're have when you're in a company where they don't tell you that initially yeah like i just think that's wrong well and like with companies like that they knew that you were a valuable asset and they felt like they could manipulate you because they had been manipulating you for a long time to stay late and 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 put up with their shit yeah and then also they know that they have a hard time whether they realize it or not they know that they have a hard time keeping designers keeping on they're like how come designers are always quitting they're so fickle but sometimes they don't we, realize that it's it's the problem is that they are shitty people i was thinking about this when we were talking about um the company that you worked for mm-hmm. we had someone it was like the first month that i worked there we had someone else come in because i was literally the only designer there yeah the girl before me she had two days to tr- to train me for something i needed at least six months to be trained on um and that was it. She was gone and it was me. And I was just a beginner. So they had started trying to bring other people in. And this guy came in and it was so funny because he had experience, like mm-hmm. a lot of experience. He sat down, they told him what to do. Uh, and he kept asking like, well, where can I find this? Where can I find that? And they'd give him vague answers. And he like, it took him 10 minutes. He was like, all right, um, I'm going to leave. I, I, there's no nice. direction here. Nice. And he just left. And I remember awesome. thinking like, what asshole am I just sitting here like dealing with this? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that, I think that's what it is. Is like, you get to a point, like, I think that, um, I think a lot of the people, they know it, it's an abuser is an abuser, no matter yeah. Yeah. where it is, they yep. know who to pick at. Yeah. Like I looked at my boss and I, I told Mel, I've told Melanie this multiple times that where I worked my last job, um, I had, um a coworker who was autistic and who also had um other comorbid um disorders but he uh he was he was autistic and then we also got a intern in a young intern 14 years old wow um who also yeah they start out here they start interning out here like very very young 
um, who was also autistic. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I got there, my boss first started asking me, like, what can I do to, like, you know, help him? Like, what can I change in my way of working so that I can, like, make sure that he is working in an optimal um, work setting, work environment? What can I, how can I do, you know? And it was mostly, like, I kept telling him, like, seriously it's mostly not even like what it's it's how you're reacting it's your reactions to him like uh, that need to change and i found out that he wasn't even the worst like she was the worst his daughter was like his i mean i uh, melanie knows that i i have cried because i told melanie like i look and i see my own kids Mm -hmm. yeah because he, he would stand there and he would fucking take it And they were not, they would yell at him, yell at him. Like you got yelled at. Yeah. And this is a, this is a person who would fucking do anything for her. And she would just yell at him. Wow. And he would just sit there and like, like a fucking puppy that was being abused, like look down the entire time. Yeah, this was wrong. And it pissed me off so bad that I would start to cry. And I had multiple times talked to her like, the way that you react towards him is so fucking wrong. You cannot react towards him like that. Then we got an intern in that was for that a 14 year old. And when they came to me and said like, you know, Hey, you know, you have, um, you have experience with like, you know, um, autistic children and blah, 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 blah. And, and I told her like, yeah, I will, I'll take him under my wing. Sure. Like, you know, go ahead and that was the entire purpose um then that kid came and in that was in the time that her dad got sick and passed away and so when she got back all of a sudden that kid was not under my wing anymore all of a sudden he was being put to work with the other um autistic i'll put it that way And he was to do that kind of work. And so he was on the other side of the building pretty much. I would see him, but I was not, you know, I didn't have him under my wing. Mm -hmm. And there, I even told Melanie about it. There there was a week before, um, a week before I got fired, that kid was crying because he had accidentally made a mistake. Um he had accidentally started to grab one palette instead of another. I mean, something as simple as a 15 minute mistake, but she was so hard on him with time that he started to cry. He came to me and was like, I screwed up. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. You know, let's, let's go look and see like, you know, what we can do because she wasn't around. The other guy wasn't around. I was like, let's just go see. And then I was while he was walking, he was crying and mm. I had to like calm him down. So afterwards I talked to her. Right. So I'm telling her like, dude, um, you know, he was very upset and he thought that he was going to get in trouble. And just the words that the next words that she said, it, it pissed me off so bad. She was like, I'm just wondering how stupid he is oh my because gosh. I sent him and I was like, he's not stupid. He's fucking autistic. So if you send him something, it literally needs to be like it, it, like even his teacher explained it to you. It needs to be 
very, very um, clear ordered and, concise. and yeah. clear. Yeah. Very ordered and clear. You can't just send him a text message at 10 o'clock at night being like, oh, yeah, hey, do this and that and this tomorrow. I just think like it's stupid do. that. OK, first of all, I just need to say this, too, because I don't think it's right to have work employees, a boss, whatever, to text you after work hours. I think yeah, that that's just wrong. Definitely. But yeah, no. no, that sucks. I'm so sorry that you had to like witness no. that. You know how I feel about that. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like people like that shouldn't be in management and unfortunately yeah. we have there are too many people like that that are Yeah, I mean, one thing to think about is a lot of I feel like all of the people that we've had problem with were business owners. Yeah. And it's because they can't make it any other way. They can't make it as an employee because they have toxic attitudes. They can't make it as managers at other companies. Some of these people may have been managers at those other companies. I, I know the um, the CEO of the company I was at was like a manager at some company back in the days when it was okay to be a dick yeah. as a manager. But, you know, the, in like modern society, they just can't survive unless they are like the oppressor, right? Yeah, exactly. Just don't look at me and wait until you get fired. Look yeah. at Melanie and Andrew and just quit. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like a take the moment, be like "fuck you" and go. I mean, definitely make sure that your situation is okay with it because, yeah. like, I, like the way I quit, I can't use that company as a reference anymore. Not that I would want to, but mm -hmm. um, you know, I I I feel like I quit in such a harsh way, like a, in such a uh, what's the word that I want to use. I think harsh is good. Yeah, I quit very yeah, harsh is good. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean I I it definitely it's a um it's a uh you're privileged to be able to quit. Like we yeah. shouldn't like I know like we want to promote people and be like, "Hey, get out of a toxic situation." But I also understand that like economically it doesn't work out for everyone. Like we were very lucky yeah. all of us that when we did quit or get fired or but, something that we had safety nets right but here's the thing i did we you didn't have a safety net really and i, I had didn't a have savings a, yeah. i had I actually no. had money in the bank most like a lot of people don't have a savings i'm that gonna they play devil's quit. advocate here and i'm just gonna say that while you should have or try to have a safety net do not keep yourself in a in a toxic toxic situation just because you know you need the money like yeah life will make it always works out in the it, end it does always work out in the end but i just what i what i want to say is don't put yourself in another toxic situation to get out <laughs> no. of a toxic yeah. situation Absolutely i think it's the not. same with relationships sometimes people will leave like an abusive partner and and the way that they leave them is by like hooking up with another abusive partner right yeah so like um i don't know i just uh quit your job but be safe and be healthy yeah and make sure that the next job you take on is something that you love and you know yeah and if you need encouragement to quit your job listen to this episode again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or message us and just like bitch about your your boss and, and we'll tell you to quit yeah yeah shitty bosses be, dude i would love to be like a quit hype man like someone's <laughs> like i hate my job i'm like man you should quit we should have oh like god we should we, that's what we're gonna okay. do we should okay we hold should on do hold on let's life just, coaches just quitting jobs hold on let's just take a tiny segment and just like let's all just like to whoever's out there like just quit that job quit the job quit it amanda don't, don't just quit just plan first make sure you have a safety <laughs> no no wait yeah. no wait no, for real. Just quit. Just quit. Just be like, fuck you, Elsa L. 
Yeah. <laughs> Even if their name's not Elsa L, just be like, fuck you, Elsa L. <laughs> and then if the, when they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then just walk out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope everybody has be an like, Elsa L moment. Be like, where's my fucking scooter? <laughs> <laughs> where's my free lunch <laughs> where's my salad god damn it and then walk out no salads can you believe that he promised me salads not even a salad I can't do it anymore I did I not quit. get one salad <laughs> not one fucking salad I, I don't know every from now on like every fucking job interview that I take that's the first thing I'm gonna be like are there scooters and lunch because otherwise <laughs> no <laughs> All right, I'm, guys. I'm doing. I'm taking it, Andrew. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. You have hyped yeah. me up completely in this Good. one. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Okay. You guys, I love you. I love, love you, you too. too. I have. I have to use the bathroom so bad. Me too. Oh God. Okay. Y'all suck. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. It's Tramaraderie.